Purpose Nation, what's good? It's your boy Dijon here, and I got an amazing podcast interview prepared for you guys today. Um, I interviewed uh, Abigail. She has a really amazing story, and you guys should watch this video all the way through. But I want to make this quick little, I wanted to add this quick little like video uh, to the beginning of the podcast because I didn't realize that um, the Zoom settings I had set, it was set to where it only shows people's face, like whoever's talking. So it's going to switch back and forth for this interview. For But for the next one, I'm going to make sure that it shows both of our faces. So uh, you guys have to bear with me today. I'm so sorry. But uh, yeah, I just want to let you guys know about that. But make sure you watch this video all the way through because like she just drops like a whole bunch of golden nuggets, even some stuff like I'm applying it to my own business just to really like scale and really just like increasing my followers. So yeah, this is a really good episode. And I included all her links down below in the description and also the pinned comment. But yeah, I'll see you guys in a second. Okay. All right. Um, welcome, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Finding Your Purpose podcast. And today I have uh, Abigail with uh, Abby Toads and um, uh, Abby Toads on Instagram. And yeah, could you just introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Abby and Abby Toads on social media. Um, and I'm an artist. And I like to draw little mushroom creatures just like living their day-to-day in their natural habitats and kind of how they uh, interact with nature and stuff like that. Yes, sir. I like it. <laughs> and the whole point of like this uh, uh, podcast series is to really showcase just like different creators, like not not only how they build up their audience and how they uh, monetize that as well, but also how they found their purpose while, while doing that. So yeah, Abigail has a really cool story that mm -hmm. I can't wait to share with you guys. So uh yeah let's let's hop right into it so uh <laughs> so yeah abigail so like tell us like um let's start as, as far as like i guess like your upbringing like you know like where like like where did you grow up at where were your hobbies mm -hmm. can you tell us more about that yeah um so i grew up in a very small town in new jersey more in like the north side near pennsylvania and uh, state of new york rather than like the jersey shore type um, and I spent most of my childhood outdoors, whether we were fishing or hiking or like sitting in my mom's garden. Um, my parents really wanted to drill into me like the beauty of the outdoors and it clearly stuck because that's like all I like to draw now is all my like my inspiration for my art comes from like my childhood. Um, like a lot of my favorite memories I try to convey through my art and give people that sense of wonder that I always felt growing up of like, even if it's just like a cool tree or rock I found and like, there's something just so that made me so happy and peaceful and I kind of try to convey that feeling in my art I love it first of all hey go east coast right now I'm living in yeah. I'm living in Provo Utah but like I used to live on the east coast like in like South Carolina Georgia Florida mm -hmm. and it's like just the best time zone you know yeah <laughs> east coast is better than the west coast and then the second thing I wanted to say is that like I love like I'm with you as far as like on the out, like just being outdoors, out in nature, just just like, mm -hmm. especially out by water, you know, like just like the business of life, it just like, it's nice and peaceful. And like, if yeah, I had the like, option to like, I'd be mm -hmm. out there in the woods, like just 24 seven, you know? The best, the best naps I've ever had are sitting on my dad's, on the, the whole, this like steel bottom of the boat that we used to have, like the little fishing boat. And like, yeah. they're just like, rocking against the water and like they did they my friends would like bring me outside as much as possible when I was a kid <laughs> man I love it I used to do the same thing in Georgia my old neighborhood but the mosquitoes will get you no, oh no, no, yeah no, 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 not mosquitoes um because the, um, oh, the horse flies 
yeah just like just like the different water bugs that get on you mm-hmm. and, and and everything but besides that yeah i, I yes, like to go the boat as well i'm a lover for my hammock it's always in the back mm-hmm. of my oh car my <laughs> i want a hammock so bad yeah so question mountains or beaches uh definitely mountains i like it <laughs> i like, get to of a beach after like three or four days but like i could spend forever in the mountain yeah <laughs> So uh, as far as like being out in nature, there's like, there's literally like millions of like different plants out there. Why mm-hmm. mushrooms? Um, honestly, like, I don't know. Like when I was a kid too, I always thought like, I never wanted to like touch the mushrooms. Like I always thought they're like, because they sprout up out of nowhere. But like, as I got older, I appreciated them more. Like just seeing them, I always thought they were kind of cute and mysterious. Cause like they sprout up out of nowhere and they come in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just something like kind of weird about him, and I'm kind of a weird person, so like I kind of relate to him in a way, I guess. And I just it's easy to imagine them as little creatures just because they come and go so quickly. And I love how they grow in uh, networks too. Yeah, the yeah, 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 so like cool. they're actually just like the the fruiting bodies of the mycelium and like. I watched like a whole documentary about them on uh, Netflix and like the mycelium network can like go throughout the whole forest and it almost like knows you're there. Like a lot of like trees will communicate through the mycelium and it just like, it makes the forest even more connected and alive. And I think that's like the coolest thing. Yeah. I didn't know about that till like two, three years ago. I watched, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a nerd and Mm -hmm. also uh, (laughs) it's weird. Like I'm a content creator, but I don't watch like a lot of content, but like, the time I do watch content whenever I'm eating my food or whatever, I'll like mm-hmm. put a video or up. But like, there's this one channel called Windover Productions, uh, one of those channels. But it was talking about like how trees, your your mushrooms, your different plants are talking to each other. And let's say mm-hmm. one tree of mushroom gets cut down or eaten by something, it like notifies like all the yeah. other uh, like surrounding uh, ones by with that mm-hmm. chemical you're talking about. And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just so cool how plants work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite type of mushroom as far, like? Uh, I think the inky caps look the coolest. The ink caps, the, like the, they start to like drip as they age, like they spread up like white and then like, it almost looks like black pen ink, like dropping down as it gets older and dies, I guess. But yeah. the mushrooms, they're not really dying. I just make them like, the lore behind the mushrooms is they live forever because yeah. I don't want them to die off. But yeah. <laughs> um, so they just look that way. And I guess they are more imitating what mushrooms do look like. But yeah. um, I definitely think those are the coolest looking. So uh, quick question. What what uh, season do mushrooms appear like the um, most? I think, is it like I, spring or fall? I can't really remember. I, I, I see them in both. I think spring might be better in the I'm a little scared to be wrong on that and people get back to me. I'm pretty sure they grow, different ones will grow at different times of the year. Um, I've never actually been foraging myself. So like, I, I kind of just like when I'm hiking, I see them. I think they're like, they're really cool, but I don't actually like pluck them. So I feel like uh, my colleagist or someone who forages would know a little better yeah. than me. <laughs> I'm more just appreciating what they look like and yeah. that that end of it. I'm the same way too is because like um these past two years I've been I changed my lifestyle to where I'm like because it's so easy to kind of like um get into the groove of things but like just like taking the time to like stop and just like 
appreciate that nice tree appreciate like you know, like the the design yeah. of like that flower or that mushroom or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm like the most annoying because <laughs> i'll stop like every two steps i'm like oh my gosh look at this moss right here <laughs> and then like feel it pet it it's so soft <laughs> so uh question so um you know what you're um you're growing up you're you're, you're fascinated by nature specifically mushrooms mm-hmm. what made you think hey let me go and make art around this (laughs) well I actually I always used like I would draw all the time growing up like as soon as I could hold a pencil like I would draw like that was the only thing I would do in my free time while I was watching cartoons um and I was really into Pokemon and I even like my own Pokemon (laughs) cards so like I always had like an interest in like like just like animals and creatures and stuff like that um and I would draw like gifts for my friends growing up and like sometimes I would post them to like my Snapchat story or something. And yeah. my friends would be like, oh my gosh, you need to sell your art. And I'm like, I don't know. No one's going to want to buy my art. I don't want to do that. And um, I was actually like really into math too. So I went to school, like college for math and statistics. And um, I didn't start posting it until like, like my art until COVID hit. Cause I was working from home and I had so much free time. Cause like once I finished my stuff for my job, I had nothing else to do. So I would draw and I had had it in my mind, like maybe I can, make a children's book or something based off of like my experiences in childhood. And I'm like, even if nobody wants to read the book, it would be cool to have something like that to read to my own kids and maybe tell them tales of like, it's like relating to like stories from, from my childhood, but in the form of a, like a kid's storybook. Um, and I started posting it. I made like an Instagram and I started posting on Instagram and on Reddit and my art actually blew up more on reddit first because i think it's easier for people to see new posts on reddit like if i'm like trending like they'll sort by new rather than just like sort by what's popular um so like it would get like big on reddit and then i get a lot of followers from there and then it kind of leaked over into instagram yeah (laughs) i love how um it's just crazy how like so many projects came out of um Tip, uh, the, the pandemic, you know, even though, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like a, a little silver lining, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like people actually got time to work on what makes them happy and be creative, which I feel like everyone should have an opportunity to do. Yeah. And like, even for me, I like right when the pandemic hit, like, even I was like working on my own project, I was working on like, I was building like my a software platform for, uh, for like content creators. I know someone else, they were working on a book. They were like, everyone, it gave people a chance to like, just like, um, it interrupted the busyness of our lives. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, what do I really, um, what do I really want out of uh, life? Um, and and also like, I got all this free time. Let me like, it, it actually yeah. gave us time to actually go and like, um, like try out that hobby, write that book, just mm-hmm. like start allocating. I mean- even if people like it's a, even if you're just taking out the commute time to work that's usually like an hour for most people so that's like two extra hours in the day and like you're having to get ready for work is like another hour so they had so much more time just for in like every every little day you get so much more yeah i, I thought uh the east coast traffic was well maybe up up, up in new york i know they have some <laughs> some crazy traffic up there but like mm-hmm. I didn't realize how bad the traffic was in like Los Angeles or whatever. It's like two mm-hmm. hour commute, like one way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, once again, using that same time to go and mm-hmm. just like build, like, like build cool things that, that, that you enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. I like it. So you're, uh, you're posting the Reddit, 
and it kind of like uh, you kind of make like an Instagram as a byproduct of it. What mm-hmm. was like the um, process behind like that slow growth, like 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 those early? Um, I don't want to say early adopters, just like your like. How was your community like as you were like slowly growing it? Uh, I think I mean it went pretty fast. Like I feel like when you're starting on Instagram, it's harder for your content to be seen by new people compared to Reddit. Like. You could post something to Reddit and if people like it, then it's going to blow up. And obviously there's like some variation, but I think you have to get a lot luckier on Instagram than Reddit because a lot more people will sort by new. And like they have like every day there's like hot posts and there's new posts. Um, And if it becomes like hot, then a lot, it'll show to a lot of people. And I would post to the art subreddit, which had, has like, I think a couple million followers. and I would get like the top three every time I posted about the mushlings. That's I was insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, these people really like them. Like, this is this is crazy. Uh, I guess people really like my art. I don't know. Yeah. But it was like, it always felt weird because I was, I'm not like uh, professionally trained. I kind of just yeah. <laughs> learned from drawing Pokemon fan art and like, yeah. I don't know, just making projects for friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I would get, I got a lot of followers on Reddit and that leaked over into Instagram and I guess helped my growth there because that's, I mean, that's my biggest platform now. Um, Cause once you get like a bigger following on Instagram, I think it's easier to gain more followers as long as you're consistent with your content. Yeah. And with those new followers on Instagram, is that like posting through reels, like the organic posts? Is that like pe- are yeah. people sharing your, your content? Yeah, it's all organic. Cause I never, I never made like a professional account. Cause I'm not sure. I don't want to mess with it. Cause my account grew so quickly. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know if like <laughs> switching over to a business will change anything. Um, cause I hear like varying things from people and it probably doesn't change anything, but, uh, it was just, it, it grew once it started to grow on Instagram, I was, there were days where I gained like 5,000 followers, like a day for like a couple for like a week or so yeah it was it was crazy um but once I started doing the animations then it like really really took off like Mm -hmm. I thought it was my goal when I first started posting art on Instagram was to get a thousand followers in a year and I think I was at like I don't even know like 250,000 by the end of the year (laughs) (laughs) wow that's crazy and 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 I love how you uh just by just by setting that goal because a lot of people, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm just going to like post, I'm, I'm just going to do whatever. But by not mm-hmm. having that goal in place, it um, just a chance of it happening. It's just like less likely to happen, you know, but just by yeah. setting that goal, it, it just automatically yeah. like puts you in the mindset of like, all right, a thousand followers. And like once mm-hmm. you reach that first thousand followers, um, you have that momentum in place and it's a lot easier to really yeah. grow, like get yeah get that nice curve <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like I kept growing so I want it like really pushed me and like motivated me to keep drawing because I'm like it, I know posting frequently is important for growth at least on Instagram mm-hmm. um so I was like I don't want it to stop so I just kept yeah. on drawing but the format for like how I was drawing made it pretty easy like I don't do at the time I didn't wasn't doing huge pieces like I wanted to make identification posters of the mushlings so like uh like like the old-fashioned like scientific posters you'd see in like a classroom or something where Mm -hmm. they identify each plant or something like that um so I would just draw one mushling at a time and it made it a lot easier to post frequently without like over overdoing it Mm -hmm. yep also kind of like keeping because because I know like even though uh this may be your hobby Mm -hmm. 
if you uh like do too much of it it'll feel like a job you're gonna hate it get to you mm. like mental health wise so that's nice that you kind of built, built like a system yeah yeah to make it. after i was gonna just do the one much like the one identification poster and then move on but then like when i went when i sat down to draw i didn't want to draw anything else yeah. like, i want to just like expand the mushling universe so yeah and here i am a year later and it's like my full-time job yeah <laughs> have you ever thought about like I don't know, have like a TV show, maybe? I, 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 know, awesome. I know it's kind of yeah. out there, but... Yeah. Hey, Netflix, if you want to reach out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just like, pitch to them, you know? Yeah, be cool. I never, like, I don't really know how you would even begin to pitch to like a, like something like Netflix or like a TV network, but um, if they ever reached out to me, like... Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, just just yeah. throwing out the uh, ideas out there for you, you know, because I, <laughs> you know, like, dreams are possible to. to yeah, that's what I learned. It's like it's cool. Um, like I reached out with like when I reached out to makeshift, that was like a, a pipe dream to me. It's like I wanted to make plushies of the mushlings because um, I started selling like prints, and then I was making blankets, um, and the blankets sold really really quickly. Like. I only stocked about 30 of them, but they sold out within an hour. And I'm like, well, I guess maybe people want to hug the mushlings. And then they got me thinking yeah. like, oh, it'd be really cool to have a plushie of one. Um, and I was looking into like a lot of things of how I should make up, how, how to make that possible. And to do it myself would be a lot of work because I, I tried reaching out to like manufacturers and it's like a big risk. And even if I went through Kickstarter and it funded, um, it still would have been a lot to like, if like hundreds of people bought plushies, then I have to store all the plushies and maybe get a storage unit and it would have been a lot. So I was like looking into other ways to make them. And then I found Makeship and Makeship, like all they do is work with like content creators to make plushies. And I was like, if they reached out, if they got back to me with it, like that would be insane because it makes the whole process a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and then they actually did get back to me, which was crazy because they usually worked with people that had hundreds of thousands of followers or like millions of followers. Mm -hmm. And I only had like 10,000 at the time, but they like, That's I told crazy. them about my sales and they're like, yeah. they saw the potential. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So that was, yeah. that was a really great move for me. I like it. So with makeshift, is it like uh, almost like drop shipping? Like you buy yeah. and ship out as the orders come in? So they're actually like a crowdfunding platform. Sim they're similar to Kickstarter, but they will design, like I sent them a picture of what I kind of want for the plushie and then they'll design, manufacture it, promote it and ship them out to everyone who buys them in these like 21 days that the campaign is live. Mm -hmm. So the, my only job after that, after like confirming what the like plushie is good, um, is just letting my followers know that, Hey, there's a plushie out. And that's, the most fun part, like, because mm -hmm. you basically get to play with the plushie as like you're filming it and taking pictures. Um, and it, it just makes everything so easy. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so glad that they got back to me because I feel like that's like the best way for a content creator to uh, make like, I guess, like merch because you don't have to worry about spending the time yourself on mm -hmm. that end of it. You can focus on the content and like creating rather than the, I guess, logistics. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it. So, uh, so, so with makeshift, that's like, um, cause I, cause I was going through your highlights and I'll see your link, uh, your, uh, link in your bio <laughs> kind of going through like everything you offer. And I saw that you offer, I think, was it like, um, uh, sweaters, jackets, I think t-shirts, yeah. blankets, like, uh, stickers. 
Yeah, uh, I have a lot of Etsy, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. a lot of it's like all from like different places. Like the prints, there's very little of my products I actually stock myself because I don't have a storage unit. I just have my yeah. basement. So like I'll stock the blankets, but a lot of them, a lot of like the shirts and the prints will come from printing partners and that's all mm -hmm. drop shipping. Um, so people will just like buy it and I just like kind of confirm the order through Etsy. Um, and then it ships out. But Makeship is a little different because it's like a limited edition campaign. So it's only live for those 21 days. And then I, I think it makes it a little more special, though, because they're like yeah. the exclusive mushroom plushies that you only got during this time. Um, and people can like collect them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Also, like um, um, how I think, yeah, I was going through your stories and how like some of the plushies, especially like the mushroom ones, you like <laughs> tap on the the top of it and it kind of like goes yeah, just like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they're really nice like they're like that. they're really nice quality like i was so impressed when i got the first one because i thought it was going to be smaller too and then i got it and it was like this big huggable mushroom and i'm like yeah. oh my god this is amazing i can't wait <laughs> to show people have you ever thought about maybe adding uh stories to them oh that would be cool like tag, i don't know like or maybe like a little quote or something I don't know. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you know, it would be cool. I tried to do it for the uh, when the Inky Cat plushie came out. I did like a little description on the page, but um, it would be cool to have like a tag or something maybe with it that like has this little backstory and a birthday or something. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a Bean and Beanie Babies used to do it. Yeah. So uh, before we go further to that, um, can you tell me more about like your animation? And also how you got into TikTok as well, because I remember you were talking about like doing like uh, just like uh, instead of doing like photos, doing going more prints, going more towards like animations. Can you tell me what, yeah, what the process I mean, behind that? It was really convenient because like I think Instagram's really pushing like reels and TikToks, but like huge. So like vid the video format of stuff is really important nowadays. Um, mm -hmm. And like as I was getting more comfortable drawing, I feel like I got because I, I learned that I love learned as I went like I the more I drew the more I, I always like kind of push myself to the next thing of like oh maybe I should try I started with watercolor and then I pushed to, to the Copic markers which um were very expensive but yeah. like it was like it was a lot of fun to use them and then I'm like you know it'd be cool to to do like work digitally so I got an iPad and I want, I thought I saw you could like animate through procreate, like just mm -hmm. like little, little things. And I was like, it'd be so cool to like bring them more to life by making a move. So I watched like a couple of YouTube videos on yeah. animating and procreate. Uh, and I just, I focused more on doing like small movements. Cause then I can make like a small, a small loop is easier to look and like, make it look good rather than like this full, like, five, like if I wanted to do like a five minute short of like telling a story that would take me weeks or months to do mm -hmm. but like if i focus on just like a three second loop that can go over and over i can make like the whole thing look like really pretty and it's basically just like a moving drawing so mm -hmm. it, it didn't take it took a while when i was learning like it took like 50 hours to do my first animation which was like a four second loop because i was like i i figured <laughs> out like better ways to make a move rather than just like frame by frame you start with like yeah the start of the animation and then the end of the animation and then you fill in the spots between um rather than like moving it little bit by little bit because so then it's like more jagged mm -hmm. um but i learned as i went now i like it more than just regular drawing and i feel like i'm gonna focus mostly on animation from here on out 
I like that. And, 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 and I love how you uh, use YouTube as a resource to like learn new skills. Oh yeah. That's what I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did the same thing as well. I was going through like my, my journey as well. Like, Oh, like how do I, um, if I wanted to do something, I was not only that, but like, I was always improving myself. I was always, always mm-hmm. asking myself like, okay, how can I take my content to the next level? And just by me doing that, you would go and build up, like just building mm-hmm. up, these valuable skills, which also helps 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 me as far as like uh, making my content better for my yeah. uh, for my viewers. So yeah, I absolutely YouTube absolutely love that. Great for that, I feel like anyone can learn. It's like the, the basic. You can learn the basics off of YouTube, and not. I think like obviously there's classes that are that you can pay for, but like you don't have to go to school if you don't have the resources to go to school for something. Like YouTube is a great start for anyone. Oh yeah. To, use and find like i learned how to use procreate on and i learned how to animate and then you just kind of take it from there (laughs) yeah (laughs) but for all of my digital stuff i love using canva canva is so Mm -hmm. nice and convenient oh yeah (laughs) that's what i use i'm kind of like um i'm 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 a bit more is that like the laziest person's like a platform as far as like making uh (laughs) i don't know like like, you use a lot of graphic design stuff on that right yeah But they are starting to add like a video on there. We can make like reels and everything, oh, just like so animate cool. it. Yeah. So yeah, it's evolving. So who knows? Mm-hmm. You might be able to uh, make a <laughs> yeah make, make some animations on there. I know so, there's like different ways to animate, but I do more of the uh, I guess like I guess like a more traditional way where it's like frame by frame rather than mm-hmm. I know like there's what you can animate in like Illustrator or maybe not Illustrator um, or like After Effects or something where you like the, you're actually moving the object like just from one end to the other through like programming rather than sliding it bit by bit. But I, I don't really know how to do that side of the animation. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, so as you're going throughout your journey, what setbacks did you come along the way? I did, you, you did mention about like, um, as far as like making like uh, plush and like different types of merchandise, like just like, um, uh supply chain problems you know like find like a good partner for that there what Um, what what other setbacks you come across i I guess yeah finding people is probably the hardest part uh if you're trying to make like quality goods to sell um because like you have to and you have to have enough money to invest in like samples and like figure out which places you want to go but once once that was all settled it was like pretty smooth sailing because um uh I was I was fortunate enough for people like as soon as I had a shop update like that uh, I had enough people that were interested in buying stuff that I made my money back like the first day. Um, Amazing. So, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like too stressful on that part. The I guess like manufacturers for goods is the like is the hardest thing. But I really didn't have once makeshift got back to me. I didn't have to like risk stuff with the plushies and i think that would have been like the hardest thing is if they didn't get back to me i would have had to do the kickstarter and figure out a storage unit for everything and ship them all out myself but mm-hmm. i've i had so much more time because makeshift like worked with me on it so yeah really lucky. <laughs> man yeah that's incredible and i guess mm-hmm. as your uh as your audience continue, continues growing um have you come across like maybe like any other um I guess like roadblocks or like setbacks as far as like just like just just with like scale you know maybe uh do you hire do you have like a team oh like- no I, yeah because i didn't i mean most of the stuff that i have myself i can like i can handle like a lot of the etsy orders like if i don't i don't do the prints myself or the shirts myself and that's what's that's what people buy the most so 
um like as soon as people put in an order i'll just i just gotta like type a couple things in etsy and then i'm like it's like good to go like i don't have to do anything else for the order so i haven't mm -hmm. i haven't needed a team yet but um occasionally like if i release like a new product i'll my boyfriend will come over and help me ship nice. out <laughs> for the day uh just so like they go out on time but yeah um our last holiday season was actually pretty rough so like i'm sure like this this season's gonna be way worse because i have three hundred thousand more yeah followers. a little bit bigger yeah so, well, <laughs> we'll see how christmas goes but um i just i think it i think it's pretty doable for now since i don't have most of the stuff stocked myself mm -hmm. that's a good thing here that you have yeah. all those uh just 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 like that infrastructure in place it's really nice like yeah like helps you go to bed a lot like a lot uh, peacefully <laughs> you know yeah i know, you know a lot of artists will make the prints themselves and i think you make more money that way but honestly like i'd rather just spend the time like i'd rather make less per print and then spend the time drawing rather than constantly having to ship out orders <laughs> yeah so um so i guess like as you were growing this community at at what at what point did it kind of like you get like what's what's the way i want to uh say it like like how did you find like your purpose as you're growing throughout this uh community how has it brought like fulfillment and joy into your life i mean i i really like drawing like i've always like I've always enjoyed it. it. Always made me happy. And I was I was just saying the other day that um, even if I don't get a chance to retire, I feel like I could just do this the rest of my life and be happy and like not feel the need to retire because I just I care about like my art and I'm like attached to the mushlings. So I'm like I want to just like expand their world and yeah <laughs> make them feel more real. I don't know. Like it makes me happy to that, and it makes me even happier that like my art makes people happy. Like seeing mm. the comments on some of my posts like just makes me emotional because i'm like i can't uh -huh. believe i made you feel this way like they say like it brings them a sense of peace and happiness even if they're having a rough day and i'm like that mm -hmm. is the sweetest thing like i can't i'm just doodling over here and yeah <laughs> it's making you guys happy like i don't know it's really cool because i the thing i want to do with my art is kind of share the feeling of like peace and wonder that i felt as a kid when i was in the woods and it seems to be working so mm -hmm. it's really cool i love it and i love asking that question because when i uh back when i was on my peak at youtube i was i was actually depressed you know like i like mm -hmm. i made it you know but i was like mm -hmm. i didn't feel anything because it was just numbers on my screen just going up so when i started talking to my audience and realizing that like yo like um people they're watching my content because they're going through like maybe like a bad breakup, maybe they're doing drugs, or maybe like they didn't uh, uh, feel like being on the earth anymore, just like different types of like range of emotions by by them like watching my content and them telling me like, hey man, like your your content helped me go through this rough patch. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I love asking that question to different mm -hmm. influencers, just kind of like seeing like how, like how is that moment for you as, as far as like, uh, just like, um it's unreal yeah. like i don't know it's, it's just so cool like it makes me want to make more because i'm like well i want to help yeah. you more so <laughs> i gotta keep posting i guess yeah i know exactly how that feels so um so what are your future plans as far as like expanding besides the the tv show <laughs> yeah maybe one day uh well actually right now i'm working on a board game with my boyfriend because he's like very into game design and is like always wanted to he's been like making board games for like years but we never actually like launched anything so like we started working on a mushling board game 
So like now I'm doing all the art for that and it's, we're hoping to launch it around like December. So like, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Cause I feel like it's going to be so cool to like, we went uh, to just get, get involved with like the board game community. Cause we love board games when we went to like PAX Unplugged last year yeah. and it was like, it was so much fun. Um, and I think, it, I think it'll do really well because like, we're very picky about our board games. And I feel like this is like, we've played so many and we like kind of like took elements from like what we liked and what we didn't mm -hmm. like and um just made something that we have so much fun playing and i yeah. love doing that i love making the art for it because it's like it's really like coming together and it's like wow it's starting to feel like a real game <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep i know that it was just just like having the like you're sitting in bed at night just like looking up at the ceiling and you and you have that idea and then like it's like actually right there in front of you you're able to touch it and everything like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's just such a like crazy feeling and it's even mm -hmm. better when you look back at it and you're like whoa like I did that you know it's just it's just yeah yeah <laughs> yeah such a great feeling what type mm -hmm. of board games do you like um do you guys like playing yeah so we we put he has like a whole collection we play like anything from like social deduction games uh to like I don't know, just like there, there's like Catan, like which is like a kind of like a more like popular one, and then it can go. We get like from like more simple ones to like more complex ones. Uh, yeah. Party games. Um, I don't. Know. Do you play any board games or? So I like. Um, I'm lame. I'm basic. Monopoly. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll do some Uno. Mm -hmm. um, so this I'm is like a, a little. This is like I guess more like in. Uh, it's more, I guess, into the, like the niche board games, I guess, than yeah. like the, the standard ones like Monopoly. But even niche, it's probably like more uh, like to the board game community. I feel like it'll, it's like, I guess, and we're trying to like kind of like bridge the gap between simple games and like more mm -hmm. complex board games. So like a lot of people could enjoy it. Um, I guess it's a little similar to Gatan where you're like kind of like collecting resources. Um, around around the map but it's more like you're collecting points and then you're using the mushlings to help you move out across the map to get those points and then the first person to 10 points wins so i like it each mushling each mushling has like a special ability that'll help you move around the the map and it's uh you're like expanding your mycelium network so mm -hmm. i love um, it <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's very like That's themed fine. around like mushrooms and nature yeah and i like how you said it's gonna be in between like uh simple and complex because i yeah, guess like, one thing we want like everyone to be able to enjoy it like we want like people who are really into board games to to like see like the strategy in it and like be like wow this isn't just like some simple game like there's actually like some depth to this and there's the like maybe it's like easy to learn but then like hard to master kind of mm -hmm. yeah because i tend to be uh it took me a while to learn secret hit, hit a secret Hitler. I just learned yes, okay. that. Like, <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I, I was trying to say we play that game a lot, but like I'm like I don't know if I should mention the name of this, but man, <laughs> oh no, you're good. <laughs> we keep it a G, <laughs> the G over here. But like I, I even though I'm only 21 years old, but like I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to be like an old dog. Like I'm having a hard time as far as like learning new tricks, learning new like board games, mm -hmm. especially like the complex ones. Um, mm -hmm. I just learned. I just played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time. I think. Oh, okay, cool. Six months ago, and that yeah, yeah, that one there was like a really hard one to really like pick up, but mm -hmm. but I kind of I got the hang of it now. But like yeah, just like um, that's good that you kind of like identified that like within like the board game community, just like um, having something towards um, not too simple, but like 
um not too complex but kind of the middle towards like interesting fun and yeah like we want it to be like easy like easy to learn but then like but there's a lot of strategy to how you can use your mushroom cards and like the art's really cute so like even if people there's some players that are probably gonna jump into it have no idea what's going on but they still want to like have a good time and then learn the tricks as you play yeah (laughs) i like it so do you plan on doing like a in-person meetup? I know like some some influencers still they'll meet up all their plant all, all their fans at like a coffee shop or a park or whatever you um I, mean, a- <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, we're gonna do uh, I'm gonna do a like uh what's it called like meet and greet or uh, like a tent or something at um I'm going to like a mushroom festival in Pennsylvania like this fall and I want to do yeah. like more like art convention stuff so like have like uh a tent with like all my art. I'll, my stuff for sale um so i guess like if people i'll, I'll post about it on my social media and then if people want to go to the festival then they can meet me there yeah that's so cool <laughs> yeah and um besides that you have like any other um uh, uh plans like let's say like when you reach like a million followers two million three million <laughs> when that um, time comes you have like uh any like plans as far as like other things you want to do with the brand um no, not at the moment. I mean, most of the stuff that I've made in the past is just stuff I want for, like, myself. So, like, I've made, like, shirts because I'm like, oh, I want the mushlings on a shirt. Or I want a mushling poster on my wall, so I'll make it. And then, like, I hope people will buy it. So then it, like, moved on to plushies because I'm like, I want to hug a plushie. And then mm-hmm. I looked into ways for that. Um, I mean, if I would love a video game because, like, I'm a, I'm a really big gamer and, like, I think after the board game comes out then i'll have my board game and then i think a video game would be really 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 cool but there's a lot that goes into developing that so oh yeah and the maintenance of it the support yeah, yeah. So i think it would be really cute like to like be able to take care of the mushlings and almost have a, like a tamagotchi-esque yeah. game or something i don't know i can see it being a game on uh, one of the nintendo products mm. like maybe on the switch or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> just going through all the levels yeah <laughs> Yeah, but, but but hey, like I said, anything uh, uh, anything a man or a woman can like uh, think of, like you can definitely turn into reality by just like setting the goal and just and just going for it. You know, you'd be surprised as far as like how far you can go as far as like turning that dream into reality. Mm-hmm. Um, what what else will I go into? So if you could do everything uh, all over again, what would you do differently? Everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like everything went so smoothly and I got like so lucky with how quickly my account grew and like I just kept on making what I liked and I think if like as as long as I like as long as someone's making what they enjoy then the right people will come and follow and I think that's mm-hmm. like the most important thing. That's what I have always done and I feel like it was very rewarding because considering like how much my account grew um I think I would just keep everything the same, honestly, maybe. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I went to, I went to school for math, so maybe I didn't I didn't really need to do that. My yeah. goal now <laughs> is to let the bachelor's degree collect dust while I animate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I I wouldn't have done anything different. I think I just continue making what I like and I'll see where it goes. I like it. And one thing I like about uh you and your story is that like let's say if you uh if you wanted something you just went out there to go get it so for example you like 
you you and your boyfriend like um uh, board games right mm-hmm. you guys yeah. went and you're you're in the process of like going out there and making it you know like you're having yeah. fun you're, you're you're actually enjoying it you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's surprising like how easy i mean not i guess not easy but like it's like we're fortunate that we were able to get the opportunity to like try to do it in the first place because like our parents were really supportive of it so like that was really nice and i know not everyone gets that chance but if they if you someone like i don't know if anyone's listening and has a chance to do it just go for it because like you never know what could come out mm-hmm. of it you know like it's it's worth trying and that's what i was like he my boyfriend was like he i, I would kind of like try to convince him too i'm like then now's the time now's the best time if we're gonna make a board game we should try it now before yep. when anything's holding us down or like back like we just got to go for it because uh, we got an idea and I feel like we can make it really good and it'd be really yeah. fun. So let's go I love for that it. mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And then my final question for you is if you could do one thing uh, that makes you happy for the rest of your life, what would that be? I didn't think I'm doing it. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm saying. I used to think like there's nothing I could do for work that would that I'd like I'd rather just like be able to play video games all day or like yeah like I don't know just not have to work like that like I, there's no job that I could feel like it's not work but this doesn't feel like work like yeah I don't know if I'm drawing what I love and I'm not even like I'm not having to do commissions like the closest thing I have to commitment is working on the art for the board game because like that's what my boyfriend's doing but like it doesn't that even doesn't feel like work it's like once i'm working on it i'm like this feels like said so, this is such a cool project and i mm-hmm. think it's that's what i'm like that's what i'm most excited for for the future because i think people are gonna love it i love it you're just living life to your fullest you know? yeah seriously. i like it you know but but hey abigail thank you for once again showing up for this uh for, for being the, my first guest for the finding your purpose podcast um like just like a whole bunch of golden nuggets within this episode right here and uh for the people like listening or watching this uh i will have all of her links down below in the description down below and um yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it for the, yeah <laughs> but hey you know like, once again thank you abigail for coming today and uh i'll see you guys in the next episode see ya <laughs> <laughs>